0: Hello and welcome to a Tellers Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm talking about the f- trend that is known as literally me. understand the pain. Well, this has followed me my whole life. Hopecore. Cork or any of these names that you may have heard throughout the internet spread slowly and surely throughout the web, the grid, a digital frontier. It's an interesting topic, something that I don't actually think's been addressed by many people. It's something that I discovered quite recently. Uh, I've seen these videos float around the internet individually, but not really co- sort of collaborated together. The idea of Literally Me recently got resurrected through uh, but bar- the Barbie film with Ryan Gosling. People have started to realize a sort of connection throughout Ryan Gosling's films of a sense of Literally Me, of most of the audience of men relating to Ryan Gosling's characters. Now, the Literally Me sort of trend, meme, doesn't necessarily come down to just Ryan Gosling himself or to his films it also comes through movies like uh Drive Yes something inside you It's hard to explain You're talking about you boy but you're still deceiving Wisley Wangosling but uh <laughs> True Detective I don't sleep just Fight Club. Close to being complete. Shit, man, now it's all gone. Um, the idea of American Psycho as well. Let's see Paul Allen's card. I know that it's not a great example in terms of morals, uh, but there's also Cyberpunk, for instance, with an animated version. So There's a couple of other characters, such as I believe it's a uh, taxi driver as well. Loneliness has followed me my whole life, everywhere—bars and cars, sidewalks, stores, everywhere. There's no escape. I'm God's only man. With this sense, this there's the Joker as well. If you want to take it through a dark. <laughs> my life is nothing but a comedy a uh, sort of sense of loneliness and a lack of a path for the character. All of these characters have something very much in common that seems to be how society is moving towards. A lonely man, in this case, is presented to us on screen and presented to us where he senses the world around him cares not of his struggles and of his path. And I think this is a fantastic topic to undertake throughout this podcast, and you, the listener, the, the viewer, may find some sort of message of positivity throughout this, even if it is quite a dark topic. For me, this is what YouTube's all about, finding these topics, finding these people, finding relatable people, finding these fun memes that come along with it oh look at me i'm making people happy i'm the magical man from happy land in a gumdrop house on Lollipop Lane. now with drive for instance it's actually quite an interesting idea of taking a character who doesn't really have much of a personality which makes it a perfect template for the viewer to basically press themselves their personality their being into the very character on screen you may find that some of your favourite books do the same thing, almost like a Ready Player One element, where you become an avatar of sorts throughout the film. This very much so can be said with Ryan Gosling's characters. If you look very much at some of the characters that he's played, including Blade Run- in Blade Runner, playing Joe, for instance, you can press yourself within this film, and you can see yourself sat there at the dinner table alone, eating a meal alone, maybe, and. You can think that you are special too. And each one of these characters has a sense of more. They feel like life has more to offer them. That what they've been dealt up to this very point is not enough. If you look into Fight Club, There's many quotes throughout the film that can be said about how they feel about society, but it's also an idea of they're unhappy with their current situation, that they need to find a new meaning. And this is the underlying fact behind all of Literally Me. Every person within each of these films has no path, has no goal, has no purpose. They have lost their way. And there's also something that I find that's underlying throughout all of these films as well. Is there's a lack of religion. Now, myself, I am not somebody who's religious. I don't believe that you necessarily need religion in your life to have some sort of purpose. I don't think that we're flying through space and time doing jack shit. And our lives are meaningless and everything's going to hell. Christ. Christ. (laughs) Christ. You know, it's not that way at all. It is... Not the idea of we have to have some sort of all being almighty God floating above us going, you must do this. This is your only path. You must go this way forward. No. (laughs) How about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? I do believe you make your own path yes there's such thing as karma and a balance within your life you'll see where you do good deeds good deeds come your way if you do bad deeds bad deeds go your way and these films coming back full circle you'll start to see the same thing where the characters who are good and try to do good deeds are given such rewards, such gifts, but those such as the Joker and in an American Psycho, you see that the same thing where Christian Bale's character seems to commit murder, commit arson, rape, murder, you know, every, every sin under the sun he's rewarded with his lack of sanity by the end of the film. One of the great quotes in the film and in the book is that his pain is constant. His pain is never-ending, and reality has become hell for him. My pain is constant and sharp, and I do not hope for a better world for anyone. In fact, I want my pain to be inflicted on others. I want no one to escape. But even after admitting this, there is no catharsis. My punishment continues to elude me. And i gain no deeper knowledge of myself no new knowledge can be extracted from my telling this confession has meant nothing and it could be an interpretation for most people in life is that the dull sort of and this again is replicated in each of these films is almost like a feeling of numb a feeling of numbness, no emotion at all. You'll see this within each of the characters' faces, a almost lack of smiling, a lack of even a frown, more of just a blank face. You may see this, for instance, in uh, Saitama, One Punch Man, where he's lost all his hair, but he's also lost all feeling because he's maximised to the pinnacle of his strength. He has got to the very top of what it is to be a hero. As the days pass, my emotions grow more distant. Fear, tension, joy, anger, I feel none of them anymore. In exchange for power, maybe I've lost something that's essential for being human. And the same can be said where everything becomes meaningless when you've achieved it to such an extent. We see the same with athletes where they've completed the sport. And they have nowhere else to go. And then there's a Great Depression afterwards because they have nothing more to accomplish. And we see that when Joe in Blade Runner 2049 has a goal, he must save. He must, you know, push the dream forward of this idea of a child born of, uh, like, a robot slash human being. You know, this hybrid and this idea of a dream a dream of sacrifice in the film and it's the same within in each of these films and one of my favorite films that i love to bring up as well that also has a sense of loneliness but it also has a sense of beauty of love of life of being oh me oh my oh life That life exists and identity that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. That the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse. What will your verse be? Me quoting Dead Poet Society there. Similar feeling in that film, but also Into the Wild. You couldn't find it everywhere. You don't need to find it only in relationships. He says in the film, Christopher McCandless says, God placed beauty everywhere in this world for you to see it. All you have to do is go out and find it. If you place everything upon human relationships, you will be disappointed and this is why I love it, it's a counteract to the loneliness of life of these films, even though Christopher travels throughout all of America from one side to another on his own he still finds other people, but within the other films they stay within their loneliness, they stay within their bubble and they stay within the idea of the numbness of society and they begin to blame the outside world apart from those who choose a greater goal This is the interesting part, and I think of True Detective when it comes down to Russ, where he could easily become a a negative part of society. You see when he goes undercover and he becomes one of the gang, and he could easily utilise his power as a cop to be a bad person, but he doesn't. He understands that he can utilise this power to do good, and you'll see that he takes it to such an extreme that it actually sort of isolates him from the rest of humanity to an extent where other people around him start to disappear because he's allowed his sense of morales and his way of life to almost overwhelm his ability to deal with other people and loss as well loss of love loss of people loss of who they are as a person is an underlying element of literally me literally me in this sense because i believe behind the camera i believe behind in youtube the viewer there is a million to millions of men and women who feel the exact same way and this is why it's so popular at the moment because we are now building a society where human beings feel this way now it's okay to feel down from time to time and it's okay to feel loneliness and it's okay to feel that life's hard but don't let it get down on you. There are so many things in life to be pleased of. And this is where the solution kicks in. You're 10 minutes into the podcast now. So I hope you stuck around for this bit. Because this is the good part. Literally me doesn't have to mean that you end where the character ends. You have your own story to build. Now everyone loves to say the same thing. They love to say I'm the main character of the story. And I believe it's actually a fantastic idea. Because if you believe it. And if you take that idea of I'm the main character of the story, you can build such confidence in yourself that you can move the world around you to fit the vision that you wish. Now, whether that vision is good or bad is up to you. But I would hope it is good. And I bring one of my favourite characters to reference here of all time, Samwise Gamgee, Samwise the Brave. And he says in the film of The Two Towers... The scene that shouldn't have existed. Because Exili- Gilead isn't in the books. We shouldn't. He says when he's in the scene. He says we shouldn't even be here. But he, he says in those stories. When all hope is lost. It's when the times get toughest. When all hope is lost. It's in those stories. When they had so many chances of turning back. They kept moving forward. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Furl and it's worth fighting for. And this is why I have such a big grin on my face, because I love that scene. It's one of the few scenes where I will watch it as a grown 28-year-old man and cry, because it is just so beautiful, because it's true. Because there are moments like this where you'll think about it in your life, where you could just turn back, but you didn't and you kept moving forward and this is why literally me we need to turn it around we need to turn it into what they've done now Hope Core. I love it I love this idea of hope we push the idea of pushing away this idea of the numbness and the loneliness and the fact that society hates, hates us in some way and you can look at the perfect example of Mr Robot where he has this brilliant scene in the first season of how he describes society and I'll play a clip and I'll keep it short for you. Oh, I don't know. Is it that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children? Or maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself's just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our burning commentary of bullshit masquerading as insight are social media faking is intimacy? Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything new. We all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society. But this idea of blaming the world around you gets you nowhere it's so easy to do it's so easy to fall into that trap and say literally me oh well i'm like these characters might as well stay the same no you find ways to move forward you find ways to better yourself and i'm not saying this is some sort of lectural dad who's here to say like oh yes you can be better you've heard it all before No, I'm just going to tell you the same things that I would want to tell my younger self. Because there's times when you're young and when you feel like the world's against you, that you need that voice of reason, of love, of happiness, of joy, of that there is another road. And it's not constant. I can't promise you the same thing of happiness. It's momentary. It is a fleeting, loving friend who visits you once in a while because it's not like the numbness that you'll feel sometimes when you're doing your nine to five and it's not a good day. And some of those days are bad, but some of the days are really good as well. Now, I used to have a colleague who said to me that life is suffering. And he said, Chris, you know, you believe in Buddhism, you know, that one of the key Concepts of Buddhism is that the world around you is suffering. Now, he's right. He is right that the Buddhism says that, but I don't believe it's just solely suffering. I don't believe that. I believe that yes, things are hard, and you can say literally me and say, Yes, I'm suffering, so the world around me must suffer with me. But you could also think you can utilize it as a way to be able to make yourself better. And you can find someone else who's also struggling with you. You can find a path. And this is why I'm bringing this message up. This is what all of these films have in common, a lack of a goal, a lack of a path, a lack of a good path. Because if you look at Fight Club, for instance, he finds a way to be able to target society and blame society and blow up those buildings at the end and it accomplishes nothing. But the good part of it, bringing men together and making themselves stronger was actually a good idea you can find good ideas even amongst the darkness and in this case you need to find characters who have suffered but have found ways to be happy and this is why i talk about guts a lot throughout all of my podcasts as a big fan of berserk and there's plenty of other characters like in cyberpunk where he sacrifices himself at the end for the love of his life and that's beautiful and this is the message we should be say, saying. And Into the Wild, where Christopher McCandless says, even though he's dying, you know, he saw all these beautiful things. He did what he wanted to do, and he didn't want to live a life of regret. And it's a beautiful picture of seeing the world around you and just like truly believing in the path that you've led. This is something that I, I love to see. So, so I'm, I'm counteracting, literally, me a little bit. Because I think that this is what's needed. Because it's nice to see these compilations. It really is. It's brilliant. It's so much fun to to watch. Because when you're in that moment, you want. It's like a good song. My dad used to say. it. He used to say it when he listened to songs like Coldplay and you know, the sad songs and James Blunt. And I used to ask him when I was younger, and my sister did as well. Like, why are you listening to these sad songs, Dad? Why are you trying to feel so- sad? And he said, because you wanna. When you're in those moments. You wanna feel what the artist is feeling as well. And you wanna be able to relate to those feelings. And when you're in those feelings, you wanna dive in a little bit. You don't wanna come out yet. You wanna f- sit in that feeling a little bit. So when someone tells you to get out, it's not fun. You don't wanna get out, you wanna stay in. It's like being in bed in the mornings when you know you need to get up. You, you, you know you're gonna to have to rouse yourself out of there at some point. <laughs> so this is, this is the fun part, is how you design your way forward. You have unlimited possibilities of what you want to do, unlimited, and it could almost feel like an you know you know so much to challenge yourself with. And for me personally, I always have like little goals throughout the year to accomplish. Otherwise, like you can get to an end of a year really quickly and just be like, what did I achieve? And I think this is something that keeps you pushing forward, like, not every weekend is going to be an amazing weekend of glory and gold and dragons and you know, you know what I mean. Girls always think that what guys are looking for is a cute girl with blonde hair and blue eyes, but all my boys out there, we all know that what we're really looking for is Atlantis, an ancient city filled with treasure, thought to be lost at sea by Poseidon. Like, going out on the weekends and seeing friends all the time, it's not like that. And this is why the Literally Me comes back, again, is that when you're in those emotions and you're within those characters, it's okay to be in them momentarily, but you know you're gonna come out and you know you're gonna have to tackle those goals and you're gonna have to create a path for yourself so that while in the moment, it's okay to relate to them, but in the long run, you must push forward and be like guts or be like, I'm trying to think of another character who I think of who's suffered, but chose a path of reason and good and and the first one that always comes to mind is Samwise Gamgee there's plenty of times that Frodo and Sam could have turned back in their journey and the same can be said for the rest of the fellowship where Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli they could always have turned back at any point and the same can be said in many other films like Star Wars and there's plenty of times that those characters could have just turned to the dark side but they didn't and this is why I I always kind of rely heavily on these fiction fictional characters, because I don't actually think there's too many real-life people who can continue to struggle. That's why I bring up David Goggins a lot, like Cam Haynes, people who've truly struggled and truly have kept a positive message, even though there's plenty of darkness there to feed off, you know? It's so easy to just say, literally me, I'm part of that, that's me, that's all there is to my character. It's not true at all. You are more than that. You're greater than that. There's plenty of good things about you and there's going to be plenty more down the line. And I love this. I love this shit. It makes, it makes me so happy because I love talking about it. It's so good. There's so many positives in life. You could be going on holiday soon. You could be going to you know, see a friend. You could be going to do an activity you want to do. You could go to the cinema. You can go listen to your favorite song read your favorite book there is plenty of things in life that are going to be able to help you push forward and continue to keep moving forward and i love that there's also coming to the scenes of hope core where when you're in those numb feelings when you're in those moments of loss and you feel like one of those characters and you feel like raging out against the world and saying it's not fair Just remember that every person who ever, you know, has ever been successful in life has been in those moments as well. And they want to rage at the world, but you must find an alternative way of where to place that rage. And it must be positive. Because if you make it negative, I promise you karma's a bitch, she's coming for you. (laughs) And then you can go at the end of your plan, one day as an old man, and you can say, Oh yeah, it's all coming together now. Oh yeah, it's all coming together, <laughs> and that's the fun part. Is you get to, I think um, David Goggins says it really well. Like you get to reach into the cookie jar and you get to look back at all of your previous experiences. Now, to many people who are still listening, I'm sorry. I know that that you may be thinking this is ego. And I totally understand that. But for when you're in these dark moments, it's a really good idea to be able to reach into the ego and, and get yourself out because it's really positive. And you're going in and, and reaching in and saying, these are my positives. These are me. These are these are the things I've achieved. These These are who I truly am rather than literally me. And this is the fun part. I love it. I love that of going in and being like, I achieved this. I did this even though I didn't want to. I did this even though I suck at that. And it's like, Boom. There it is. You found light amongst the darkness. And it's not easy. And it's a constant battle. And it's a warrior's mentality that you have to have even in this day. And my worry is that society isn't going to make it easier for you, sadly. And I think this level of literally me and loneliness, numbness, and people being disconnected from each other is going to continue to rise, not fall. So I think there's going to be more of these videos, more of these podcasts for people, hopefully, over time, because I want there to be a message out there. Combat it, but also understand it. Because if you understand it, then it's half the battle, really. Because the unknown is the scary part, isn't it? When you dive out of the plane, without, you know, knowing that you have a parachute, it's always going to be a-okay with me, you know. That's, that's the main part, is knowing that you've got the parachute in the first place. And then from there, you can, you can kind of understand how to move forward and create a plan. And this is where Jordan Peterson's books comes in, where 12 Rules for Life, where you start to put together your life piece by piece from the very ground up and then move forward. And then you start, you look back 10 years later and you're like, damn, I did it. So, yeah, literally me, not anymore. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Ryan Gosling, but we are just Ken. I'm just Ken. You're enough. This has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I'll see you this time next week. Bye now.